0: welcome back plus size gang i know it has been a while since your girl has dropped a podcast i was just looking at my last podcast and i dropped it back november of last year your girl is back though i know i promised consistency when it came to the podcast but i don't want to make excuses because life is going to be forever lifeing. I just took a break and started focusing on other areas of my life. And I feel like that's needed and necessary at times. So I feel like for those of you who are out here and you're trying to juggle so much, sometimes you just got to really write a list and just take a break from things that you might feel as though what's the words I'm looking for isn't serving you in that moment. So, you know, I want to say hello, hola, aloha to everyone. My name is the Plus Size Vixen. If you're new to my podcast, welcome. We talk about a little bit of everything under the sun. I try to niche myself, but unfortunately, I'm not a niche person. Like, I'm one of them people who just likes to speak about everything. So depending on how I'm feeling, where my mind is at in that moment, we could be talking about fashion, we could be talking about mental health, we could be talking about relationships, we could be talking about motherhood, we could be talking about um siblings, finances, you know, pop culture, hip hop culture, whatever is on my mind, that's what we're going to talk about. But particularly today, I want to call this podcast stepping into you and I hope that title doesn't sound too cliche but the reason why I'm calling this podcast stepping into you because I feel like that's what I've been doing for the last couple of months stepping into me and what I mean by that is I feel like at times you can have all these plans, and you know how New Year's just pass, and we might make these New Year goals, these vision boards, these prayer boards, and you know we read all the self improvement books, and we listen to these self improvement podcasts and YouTube's, but we still haven't stepped into it yet. We still haven't stepped into us. Like we're still kind of like, oh, it sounds good. Oh, I hear what the person's saying you know, but when are you going to step into it though? Just the other day I was on TikTok and this girl said something and I felt like I was so able to relate to it. So she was like, sorry, sipping a little coffee. She was like, is it just me? But have you ever found yourself reading the Bible, going to church, listening to the word, understanding it and everything, telling other people when they're going through hard times about the Bible and all the great stuff and, you know, giving the word, but you don't step into it yourself. You don't apply it to your life. You don't have the same faith that you're going around telling people to have. And let me tell y'all why that hit me so hard. It hit me so hard because I was sitting here like that, I can relate to that. I found myself reading things, listening to things, feeling empowered by things, but I never actually, how can I say it? Like fully believed it. I still had those negative thoughts. Now let's be clear. You know, because I want to show my human side. Negativity or negative thoughts are always going to be there. It's just that we don't want it to overcome us or project our life to that point that we can't see past those negativity. And I think that's what was happening to me. It's like I could have the faith of a mustard seed, but then I always somewhere in the back of my mind be like, "Mm, this ain't going to happen. This ain't gonna, you know, you know, ha- go out right. Like I always thought, things will always go less. And it had to be now, almost two years ago. I got a tattoo that says "Faith over Fear." And I got that tattoo because not because I just wanted fancy writing on me, but I had to start also seeing it and saying to myself, like, sis, if you want to have faith, you can't have fear. You can't be sitting here talking as talk, walking as walk, but you still living in fear. Like, faith and fear don't mix. And I had to not only say it, but I had to believe it. Because I got this tattoo a little bit after I took um, a state licensure test. Um, I took this, will honestly, be the third time I took this test. And I really thought this was it. Like, okay, you know, I I studied, I studied, I turned off a social life, I got into these books, this is it. And I took the test. And when I found out that I failed, it was heartbreaking. But then on top of it, by a couple of points, it was even more heartbreaking. But listen, I ain't trying to go down memory lane with that. But I started to lose my faith. And I don't want to say I try to put all my faith in a test, but I started questioning God, like, God, what's up? What's going on? You know, like, I studied, I I was studying for hours, I was doing this, doing that, and I'm still not where I want to be. And I feel like the field I'm in, if I'm not licensed, as far as my finances go, honey, (laughs) I can't make over a certain amount of money until I get the license and it's literally to the point like it's ingrained into my career field like oh you want to make this kind of money you need to be licensed so it kind of sucks so bad because I felt like I was getting entry-level jobs meaning like The stuff I'm doing is not even exciting me. It's not even motivating me. It's like, I'm here for a check. I know I could be doing so much more, but just because I'm not licensed, I'm kind of stuck. So that's what made me get the tattoo. And then I have recently decided to take a solo vacation for my birthday, and this is how the whole title came into step into you. Because while I was on vacation, I decided to journal. I bought me a new journal. I bought me a devotional. I used my Bible on my phone. And I went to the beach every day and I sat there and I. I journaled, I did my devotional, I processed, I think, I meditated, I listened to the podcast, I listened to gospel music, or like, you know, like, R&B music, or neo-soul music, I sat there, and I literally sat there and watched the sun go up to down, I got into the water, I got back out the water, I started writing again. And I'm saying all of this to say, I said to myself, as I wrap up this trip, it's like, Tay, you know what to do. And I'm here to tell my listeners, you know what to do. It's time to step into you. It's time to stop fearing what it might look like. It's time to stop second guessing what it may look like. It's time to stop, you know stop stopping yourself from growing. I feel like a lot of us want to be greater. A lot of us want better. A lot of us want to be at a certain place in our life, but due to fear, and remember fear is false evidence appearing real. It's not real. We stop ourselves from stepping into us because we're too afraid of Is people going to like us. We're too afraid of Um, what people might think of us. And that's one of the things I put on my list of letting go. Like what people, what people think of me is none of my business. And to be honest, it's like, let's be clear. Like people are not boldly going to come out and tell you what they think of you. And even if they do, you could be like, okay, because that's their perception of you. That's maybe not who they is. That's what they perceive. So I'm not going to sit here and lose no sleep. And become a people pleaser to change who I am just so people can like me. I mean, let's be honest. Everybody's not going to like you. And that's okay. You know what I'm saying? And that's another thing a lot of us might need to overcome. Like, you're not going to be liked by everybody. You're not going to be everybody's cup of tea. So I wouldn't be sitting here losing no sleep, becoming a people pleaser, trying to do stuff so I could be liked by... Every, cause and think about it. Why would you want to be liked by everybody? Like when I thought about that, that takes a lot of energy. Changing my personality every time I'm around you, just for me to be likable to you. And you have to keep in mind, some of these people don't even like themselves. So why do I care if you like me or not? You know, it's not. It's not making any sense. But that's a whole nother discussion. With that being said, you know, it's time to step into you. I don't know about y'all, but I think after a while, I get tired of talking about it. I don't know about y'all, but within the last three years, I've been doing these vision boards and, you know, following the trend and, you know, like, oh, let me, you know, put it up so I can see it. And I feel like on the vision board, I don't want to say it don't work because it's faith without work is dead, But I feel like it'd be certain things on that vision board that still don't be coming to light. And then I started saying to myself, like, well, girl, what are you not doing? Because something's missing somewhere. Like, you're not doing something. So I was sitting here saying to myself, like, okay, well, I'm focused on this part of the vision board. I'm focused on that part. But why is it that I'm not focus on every part and should there be a breakdown of how we should focus on the different parts of our vision board but I said to myself like it's time to just step into me like I feel like sometimes as people we do a lot of planning like is it just me like we do hella planning we got planners we got calendars we got journals always talking about what we want to do and how we want to do it but after a while you'll be like I'm tired of always talking about what I want to do and how I want to do it I'm just ready to do it and that's what I mean by stepping into you whatever it is that you want to do just do it It's like, and you know what's so funny? I made a podcast about that. This is how, that's what, that's what makes this funny. The podcast, I think before this one was called Just Do It. And when I sit back and reflect on that podcast, I realized I wasn't even just doing it myself. Some things I was, let's be clear. Some things I was, but other things I wasn't. Because I was still letting fear stop me from just doing it. You know, it sounds simple, right? Just do it, girl. Just do it. You you want that new job? Just do it. You want that new man? Just do it. But sometimes, you know, I feel like sometimes we be looking for the steps to just doing it. Like, How should I do it? Should I do it like this? Should I do it like that? And it's like, why do we make life so complex? Why do we make things that we want so complex? Why do we need a step-by-step guide on how to do it? And I don't know if it's just me, but I felt like I fell into that trap. Like, like, and let me give you an example. So I guess while I was on my solo vacation, I talked about love and establishing a love life and realizing due to my past experiences I've been so traumatized by what I thought was love. I feel like the moment I even allow myself to be open, I shut it down. And I start thinking like, is this is this real? Is it official? Does this person really like me? Like, you know, I start second guessing everything about what the person's telling me, how they're acting, you know, is this really what I'm feeling or is this lust, you know? And then I found myself, you know, self-sabotaging. Now, I don't want to make it seem like every situation was like that. Some of those situations honestly was not beneficial for me. So I am happy that they did move on. But then some of them situations was kind of like, Am I still putting past expectations on this of what I thought love was? And you know, when you put expectations on stuff, you disappoint yourself. And I kind of felt like that's what happened. And I didn't know what to do. And just to feel y'all in Vixen Gang, that is a part of my vision board. I want to be in love again, but I want to be in a new love, if that makes any sense. I don't want to carry in what I've been through in my past into a new relationship. And granted, you know, it's funny because like, I'm not the club person anymore. I'm not, I'm really not a socialite like I used to be. Like my life consists of work, home, running errands, being with my child. So I feel like at times it could be a little difficult dating because I guess before I had my son, you know, just for the moms out there, it was a little more easier to date because you only have a kid to like worry about a sitter, to worry about if your kid's going to like this person, is they going to be a good fit? Because I feel like that's a whole new set of mindset that comes along when I think of my son. Like okay, I like him, but is my son going to like him? Is he going to mesh well with my child? You know, I don't want to be one of those mothers who want a man so bad that I get a man and I forget, I could care less on how my child feels. Like, no, we ain't doing that. So with that being said, I kind of find myself too, Just praying about that, like praying the man who decides to enter into my life is somebody my son will love and appreciate and will make him still feel like, hey, we're all in this together. Not so much of, oh, I'm your mother's man and you can go sit down kind of thing because I definitely don't want that so with that being said I've been trying to you know I want to be in love again I want the the feeling of being in love the butterflies you know all that good stuff but then I'm not gonna lie to y'all one time I fell into a negative mindset And I don't know if y'all remember when Kevin Samuel came out and he started like rating women saying like, oh, you're like a three. How you asking for a 10? Now, let me tell y'all something, because I don't want this podcast to go over or under your head. I am very confident, very confident. Um, I would like to thank my mother and father for instilling the confidence in me, but I'm a very confident person. With that being said, I used to um I never like had a problem with my myself, my body. Now, as far as my body goes, I am overweight um, but I never had like body dysmorphia or anything like that. Again, being the size I am, I have been in relationships. Um, But then I started wondering, and it's so funny because I made a podcast about this, does your type keep you single? Because just like everybody has their preference, I had a preference at a time. And I started saying to myself, like, well, damn, is my preference keeping me single? And I started to wonder that. And when I started wondering that, I was like, well, maybe I should look at this situation a little different. And the reason why I say that is because I'm like, after listening to some of them Kevin Samuels, I think I fell into that mindset of like, well, am I asking for too much? Am I expecting too much? But then I had to catch myself. And let me tell you why. Because physical-wise, I just wanted a man who cared about his health. I wasn't too pressed on, oh, he got to have muscles. I just wanted you to care about your health, work out, have vegetables in your diet, drink your water. Mental-wise, I wanted somebody who was mentally aware of their emotions, you know, emotionally intelligent, intelligent you know, um, had a good relationship with their mother. So I had to check myself. Like, I don't think I'm asking for much. And I was like, I don't know why I fell into this Kevin Samuel ever. Now, don't get me wrong. When it comes to physical attraction, did I want the, the, my perspective man to look a certain way? I would say yes and no, because like, again, I'm not... I don't want to say not that picky, but I've never been the type to, like, mm mm, girl, he needs to be light skinned, six foot five. No. Do I want him tall? Yes. Do he needs to be extremely tall? No. Complexion wise, I'm kind of like, whatever. Not so much, I don't want you high yellow. No, no shade to my high yellow brothers out there, but, you know, I'm more of a caramel, chocolate girl. <laughs> That's what I like. But um, I had to step out of that because I fell into that notion like, well, am I asking for too much? And then you know how the world will make you feel. Like once you have a kid, it's like you're tainted now. Like, oh, nobody wants to deal with the baby daddy drama. And I was like, well, I don't got that because I just don't have that. And I'm going to be honest, I'm happy I don't have that because I don't know how much more life would have been different and difficult if I did. So I thank God for not having that. And I really, really mean that from the the sincerity of my heart. I'm so happy I don't have that. But um, just overall, I fell into that mindset and I started feeling like, oh, maybe I'm asking too much. Maybe I'm wanting too much. I need to check myself and just fall back from dating. And I kind of fell into this whole, um, I don't know if y'all are familiar with the Erickson cycle development. Intimacy versus isolation. And I kind of fell into that range because I started isolating myself, just wanting to work on my career and, you know, work on my finances and work on me better and myself, you know, to be this, I guess this and i don't want to say independent woman cuz i feel like it's a lot of negative connotation on that but i just wanted to be this career driven woman like i just wanted to show my son like hey mommy can do it i'm going to get this career i'm going to like just just show the world like but then i started feeling like well what am i showing the world like cuz nobody wants to do this all alone like let's keep it a bug nobody wants to be all successful and powerful or whatever it is and then you don't have anyone to share this with so I felt like it was time for me to reflect on that like mm, and, and there's a lot of women out there who fall into that you know you ain't getting the man you want so you start putting your energy into to your career, you start putting your energy into and for me, I'm gonna not lie to you, like it was like stressful because I really wanted to like be the next whoever in my field. Like I wanted to like cause I was even thinking about going back to school to get a doc doctorate degree. And you know, I was ready to I was even thinking about working at a university. But I'm like, damn! I want love, you know, and and I mean real love. Like I'm not, I'm, not, I'm talking about the kind of love you see on the rom coms, the kind of love that you read in the books. Like I don't want it to be too fairy ish but I just want to. Feel that feeling again. It's been a long... If I tell y'all how long I was single, if, if I know if y'all really following me like that, you'd be like, damn, girl, it's been a long time. It it really has. And I guess since I've been so focused on other areas of my life, like, I don't even pay attention. But it's time for me to get focused back on me. Because it's like, my son even say, well, mommy, we had, you having another kid? And I'll start laughing because i be like... Mm. And I'll say stuff to him like, well, what's not me get married? Because, you know, for those out there, especially my single mothers, y'all know how it is. For me to even dare to have another kid and I'm not like with the person. And, and let me be clear, because I feel like I always get into this debate too. I don't want to be a married single mother neither. I know a lot of married single mothers out there because people think marriage make things better. But most of the time they just marry single mothers. I'm not looking for that either. So um, (laughs) that's definitely not my case over here. I'm not looking to be a married single mother. I'm looking to be married with someone who's ready to take on the part of playing an active father role. Just not, oh, I'm going to have a baby and I'm going to go work and you go take care of this baby. No. So that was a mouthful but i definitely want to just go back into stepping into you even if it's not the relationship even if it's not the seeking love just stepping into you like you know another thing that has been a struggle for me is um i'm ready to get to my certain weight loss and i feel like i know what to do i've read the books watched the youtube i even tested out some things but again, I feel like I start it and, and stop it. And that's even an example of this podcast, like I said earlier, consistency. I started really sitting realizing the key to anything in this life is consistency, if you're not going to be consistent with anything you're doing, it's not going to happen. You're not going to get the results you want because nothing happens overnight. You have to be consistent. And I know I'm talking to somebody out there, not just only to myself. Like, I literally sat with myself and was like, girl, you got to be consistent. Like, you got to start putting in the work. Like, you you read all the books. You know what you're talking about. Like, it was one. I think just the other day I had a conversation with my brother. And, you know, he's on his weight loss journey again. And he said something. So I said to him, like, oh, let's not forget. I went from a size 24 to 16. And this was due to being in kickboxing. This was due to drinking a gallon of water a day. This was due to, like, just changing up my lifestyle, like cutting back on certain foods. And I realized really quick, he was like, well, that was before. What are you doing now? And honey, when I tell you it felt like that stung a little bit, like, ooh, ooh. it kind of did. Because again, at one point in my life, I was consistent. Now, I haven't gained that much weight back. I would say I'm back up to a size 18, 20. So we gained a couple of pounds back, but nothing extreme. We ain't back to 24 because I refuse to go back that far. But um, it felt like I needed to hear that. Like, okay, well, what are you doing now? And it's like, you know, I don't know if a lot of y'all have those kind of people in your life who's going to like check you or who's going to be like, hey, you know, and I know for some people, they don't like stuff like that because they don't like people telling them what to do or what to think. And I get that too. But I feel like it's always good to have a friend or family member who's going to be honest with you, who's going to, quote-unquote check you because sometimes like we don't like to check ourselves and I feel like honestly these people want to see you win these people want to see you grow we might not always like the delivery but it's really needed and I go from my brother had me looking at him at first like Ooh. but then I was like you know what sis I needed to hear that what are you doing now Because, because that's like when you like ever be around men and they start talking about those glory days like, oh, back in my day, I was the best football player and you just be like, okay, well, what are you doing now? Like, are you coaching a team? Do you have your own team? Like, you keep talking about what you did back in the day. Like, nobody, after a while, nobody cares. It's like, let's keep it a bug. No one cares what you did back in the day, especially if you don't have nothing to show for it now. Like, that's cute, but like, what's really going on? So I just want to tell y'all for 2024, you know, I know a lot of us like to start our new year January 1st. I particularly start my new year on my birthday. I just want you to get ready to step into you. This solo trip has honestly been the best decision I made this year, and I was really able to sit with myself. I was really able to step in and tap into myself and just discover some things about me that I let sit on the wayside. I let sit on the sideline, and I'm here to tell you, like, tap into you. Step into you. Stop worrying about people, places, and things, and it's time for the rebirth it's time for the transformation it's time for you to do less talking and more doing stop feeling like you have to I don't know like people please you have to do things no it's time to do you do things for you and step into you I want what I want y'all to take away from this podcast is that it's your time sis You talked about it a lot, you stressed about it a lot, and you still sitting here trying to figure things out. You still keep writing a list. You still keep making a vision board. You still keep listening to the podcast, but you actually have not put in no work yet. It's time to put in the work. It's time to show the world your greatness. Everybody is not going to understand. Everybody might not like, but I'm here to tell you it's not for them. This is for you. As we get older, we tend to realize that, hey, we're getting older. When am I gonna do this? Like, I literally sat here and said to myself like, sis, you just turned 37. And I'm still in shock because when people see me like, oh, you're 20? Honey, you better come on here that black don't crack. But for me to almost be three years away from 40, and you know, for some people, that could be a big age. That's a milestone age. It's like, I want to look back on my 40 years. And granted, I don't want to be overly accomplished. You know, some some people would be like, oh, by this age, I want to have my own house. And I want to have the, the the kids and marriage. I'm not there yet. And I'm going to be honest. Like, I think back in my 20s, I thought by 40, I would have had the, the three kids and married in the house. But I, I'm not. And I'm noticing a lot of people around this age aren't there yet. But again, I'm not here for comparison because you know how they say comparison is the thief of joy. I'm not here to compare myself to no one else and no one else's struggle. However, I am sitting here saying to myself that it's time to step into yourself. Stop comparing yourself, get off the social media, get off all the other stuff where you see other people doing stuff because let's be clear and I think I said this so many times we don't know the backstory of what these people are doing you're gonna always see the successes you're gonna always see the good stuff you don't know what people are doing behind closed doors you don't know how they're winning what they're doing to to get the win the whatever they're posting the new cars the vacation and honestly you shouldn't care because that's their journey let's start stepping into us like it was even times I took a break off of social media because I kept saying to myself I'm not learning nothing on here the only thing I'm learning is my friends are taking trips or my friends got a a, a new car or my friends just and mind you I'm so happy for them it's a seller celebr- celebr- to seller can't even say the word it's it's a moment to congratulate but I'm a learner I want to learn stuff so if I'm gonna be on social media I want to learn something so I found myself just even getting off of social media because I'm like I'm not learning nothing from this what am I getting from this absolutely nothing like and this is not a shade to nobody but I felt like me seeing people um, get the new this, the new that. It was great. But I'm like, what am I learning from this? And then sometimes, like I said, those negative thoughts, you could start comparing yourself, like, well damn, she just got this new car, I want a new car too. Or damn, she, he just went on vacation, I'm to go on vacation too. And I'm like, I don't need that. <laughs> I definitely don't need that. So I found myself taking a break off social media because again, I feel like you could lose your focus because you're watching what everyone else is doing instead of what you should be doing. So it's time to step into you. And even if you're not ready at this moment, make it your business before we make it to another new year. And I don't fully want to make this about new year or anything. But before we step into 2025, I want you to look back at 2024 and it's like, yo, I really stepped into me. All the stuff I've been talking about, planning, I actually did it. And I feel good about it. And I might have had to lose some people along the way. I might have had to change my number cut people off but I feel good about what I'm doing I feel great so with that being said I think y'all get the gist of this podcast I think we understand that it's time to step into ourselves it's time for us to be great it's time for us to start worrying about people places and things it's time for us to quiet those negative thoughts and, sis, it's maybe even time to get some therapy. I don't know if I said in my last podcast, but I was just in therapy for two months. I had to really process some thought. And mind you, I'm a therapist myself. But I had to process some thoughts and feelings with somebody else because I thought I was losing it. <laughs> I was like, girl, what's going on, sis? But it feels good, though. Because I was able to kind of let some of that stuff go and now start working on new things. Because I don't know about y'all, but I feel something transitioning in me. I feel like a a transformation and I'm so proud of myself. And I want you to be proud of yourself. I want you to step into the new you. Until next time, love bugs. This is your Plus Size Vixen. I would like to thank you for listening to the show. And yeah, share this with a friend and let them know everything's going to be all right. Till next time. Peace out.